Waz up and welcome back to the Waz up podcast. It's great to have you guys back and uh, those that are on Spotify watching um, or listening, you'll see that there may be a video element as well. And for those that are watching on YouTube, uh, this is the Waz up podcast and you're watching it via Waz up TV on YouTube. So welcome in guys. Um, for those that have been following the show regularly, I do a podcast on Spotify uh, weekly, trying to do two shows a week, a preview and a review of the game that the Warriors play during that week, and then um, just like to share my thoughts. And So for those that are coming in for the first time on YouTube, welcome in. Uh, now, as you can see, my background is in the greatest. Uh, it is, uh, I've just moved house, so um, just getting things in order. But as you can see, my background is in the greatest, so just ignore that, but listen to what I've got to say about the one New Zealand Warriors. And so the run sheet for tonight, guys, is... I've got some team news, and we all know what that team news is, so I want to break down the return of the prodigal son, the return of the Dark Knight, or some are saying the return of the king, um, the Roger Tuivasa-Shek signing on for a couple more years, uh, for three years, I believe, with the one New Zealand Warriors, and then we're going to go through the team lists for um, the Warriors versus Storm game, and then we're going to do some fun um, combined 17. Actually, we're going to show you some of the um, uh, the team lists, and we're going to do a combined 17. See how we go. See how we rank up. And then just some final thoughts and a score prediction for you. And then we'll get out of the way. But welcome in. Um, but thanks again to all my followers. Appreciate the support. It's really uh, encouraging me, and it's just great to know so many good people. But let's get this party started. Okay, guys, now, for those that are watching, give me a bit of second time here. I'm going to share something. Um, there we go. Okay, so, yeah, just working on some new things, guys. Trying to expand the podcast a bit, but as you can see there... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is, I was trying to be fancy and use an image of uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. Let me change that image for you guys. Um, uh, one sec. It must be this one. Here we go. Anyway, so we all know the news that Roger has come back. Finally, the rock, nah, or Roger RTS has come back to Mount Smart Stadium. But it's 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 great news. Um, very excited to have him back in our team. And you know, I haven't really watched his rugby career, but um, I know that those in the rugby field have commended him for what he's done obviously he's he's done an amazing he's a professional roger he will always give his best um some are saying that you know his entry into rugby wasn't the greatest he didn't have a good preseason leading into the 2022 season i believe it was or 2021 um didn't get all you know his best opportunities as ian foster was you know, trying to cement his job and keep his job. So picking the best, I say, 15 players at, at all times. Maybe didn't get a full opportunity. But then again, maybe just he didn't fit rugby. And a lot of people were saying that is that he just didn't really fit in with with rugby. Um, but in saying that, I know a lot of people that respected him. Um, that they, um, And he gave his best. And now it's time to look ahead. You know, maybe... I think at the end of the day, it probably wasn't going to reach his dream of getting to a World Cup. That's not over there, though. We never know what can happen. He may still go to a World Cup, so the job's not done. 
and a lot of his comments from you know the um from his press conferences that he's still very much focused on his job at the Blues and potentially All Blacks, who knows. But at the end of the day, he's coming back home to Mount Smart and it's going to be great to have him back. But, um, you know, a lot of the question is about how do we fit him in with, you know, CNK um, and the rest of the back line. And I think I think Webster will figure it out. But ultimately, you got to say that Roger's skill set, it just suits suits this team at, this, at the current stage that it's in. Roger will always provide you meters. He's he's just a natural meter eater, you know, two hundred plus meters. And if you're looking at what Chan's getting right now, you got to say Roger's Roger. If he was to play fullback, would get equal or the same amount of meters uh, as as Chan's would, and would give you a little bit more attacking ability from the back. So might might see a move for Chan's into the centers, but we don't know yet. But we we're pretty much banking that we've got two fullbacks at least. If we know that one goes down, then we've got the other and vice versa. As for centre, does Roger play centre? I think he plays centre in Union, but it depends. You know, a league centre is very different. Um, you're working in one channel pretty much the whole game, uh, defending in that channel. And, and, you know, so sometimes you look at the guys like Latrell and jo- jo- Joey Manu, you know, like they're premier centres, but they don't want to play centre. They want to be playing fullback. What that tells me is that the center position isn't the greatest in terms of impact. Well, it is a big impact position, but a lot of guys that play center really well tend to want to try something else, either fullback or 5-8. I don't know if it's a boring position or what it might be, but I mean, and that's what I'm saying with, with Roger. Will you maximize Roger in the centers? Or do you ask Chance and say, hey, Chance, we need to move you to the centers. We need you to do a job. We know you've got a good skill set for the fullback position, but we need you to go to centre so to accommodate for Roger. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it comes back to everyone buying in. You know, we need guys that are going to buy in, and that's been the big cultural shift here at the Warriors is that everyone has bought in so far. Um, so looking forward, you know, you you want to try and keep all your, your best international and quality players like Chance in the team and then make things work and make them fit in. Um, but who knows what the plans Webby has for him. And we'll see, obviously, going into 2024, things can change drastically, guys. We know injuries, um, family situations can change. So we'll see what happens, but it's great to have him back on our squad. But uh, we'll leave it at that. And uh, it's just been a good week for us as fans, right? Just enjoying the um, the win against the Cowboys. And now this, you're thinking, man, we're really going to make a big push over the next few years. And if we get it right, Personally, I think 2024 is a massive year for us. So let's hope that things go well. Um, but uh, anyway, we'll leave that at that for now. And we'll move on to the uh, team lists right now. Let's go. Okay, guys, back to screen sharing. I'm trying to mix it up here. So thank you for following and um, hanging out with me. So... For the Warriors, I want to break down our team first. We've got coming back in, Marata Nukore, um, and then those guys like Ronald Volkman, Viliami Valia, and Zion Mayu are available, mainly of Marata coming back in, which is great. But in our back line, um, we've got Chance. Dallin keeps that right wing position, and Montoya holds that left center position. So it's going to be uh, Kossi and Montoya together again, from what I can see, and it's going to be Dallin and Adam Pompey again. So... 
that will be interesting um, to see those combinations develop it even more. I thought Montoya and Kossi played really well. And then I thought Dallin and Adam were just a little bit out, out of out of touch a little bit, even defensively and on the offensive side. So hopefully this long week has given them time to kind of get in sync, you know, get the reads right defensively, make the right passes on the offensive side, and then hopefully things start to get a roll on. And then you got Dylan Walker and Sean Johnson in the halves. I thought Dylan was great defensively. And then you gotta say Sean just, you know, class continuing to be amazing and then in the forwards you got Adam Fennell, Blake, Freddie Lussick, Jazz Tavanga, uh, Jackson Ford, um, Marata Nukori and Tohu Harris makes up that four pack and I thought that four pack last week including Freddie Lussick did a really really good job they nullified Taumalolo they nullified a lot of their front rows and, and the back rows so you got to say I think that's a good front row and a good now that with Marata coming back a bit more punch up the middle uh, on the edges sorry and then just a good kind of decoy runner or or play the short ball to Marata and see what he can do. And then obviously Tohu Harris, our captain, just really kind of that core of the off, of the defense, just sort of holding things together, that glue that kind of makes the tackle stick a bit and get into a dominant position, so very good. And then Bailey Siren and Josh Curran and Bunty are falling and Tom Ali. You know, I think that's probably the best interchange we can do right now. Siren and obviously your... You know your um, he's he's your Swiss Army knife at the, at the moment covers all the positions close to, or close to, and then Josh Curran you're looking for a bit more impact on the edge, and the same for Bunty and Tom they got to really punch and 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 what and you know kind of give us a lot in the middles when they're on there so it's a pretty good team I'm pretty happy with that um, I think we'll we'll that's probably the best we've got right now but um, in terms of you know, sort of some key thing players. I think we need to. Well, the guys that I think will be important is the is the four pack. Firstly, making sure that Adam and those guys can really maintain, you know, consistency, um, controlling that ruck early in the game. You know, the first twenty or thirty minutes, you know, I think the storm will throw a lot at us. So it's really holding our shape, holding our defensive structures. Everyone just sort of giving their best work, and then I think. You know, going off the back of our back five, say Chance, having a big game, and then Montoya and, and, and the likes of Kossi, and then you really want Dallin to sort of step up a bit and and try and get some, you know, some really strong runs, and then obviously Pompey, you want to maintain consistency, and then you want to see Dylan Walker guys just sort of get a bit of a consistent offensive game going, working the short sides, if he can provide a kick, he can provide a kick, but mainly he's there for defense, and then Sean, obviously, he's our captain, he's our director. We need to follow his, his, and hopefully he's really on. Hopefully he can settle into his game quite easily. I know that Storm will try and put him off. Um, but he just, if he can settle into his kicks early on, get into that grinded out mentality, and then when he gets the ball, you know, he start to really shift out wide. So big game for us, really big game, but I think we've got the, the quality to go with it. So... We'll move on now to the um, Storm team list, and then we'll try and do a combined 17 and we'll see how that goes. Okay, so let's get into the Storm team list now. From what I can see, they have 
Nelson Asofa uh, Solomona back and Nick Meany, I think, are their main ones. So, yeah, Nick Meany at fullback, uh, Will Warbrick Brick at, uh, on the wing, on the right wing, I think, and then Remus Smith on the right centre. Yep, Justin Mollum on the left and Xavier Coast on the left-hand side as well. Uh, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes back in together in the halves. And scary one, who's back? Guess who's back, guys? Nelson Asofa Solomona is back. Harry Grant, again, elusive, dangerous, everything. And then you've got Kristen Welch, the captain. Trent Loyero and Eliasa Katoa. We know about Katoa. And then Josh King at your lock. And off the bench, you've got Bronson Garlic, Alec McDonald, Tom Eisenhuth, Tariq Simmons. Sims, sorry. So all around a pretty good team, you know. They're really looking forward to having probably Munster and Hughes back. That gives them more options. I think they probably struggled last week without um, having Munster at fullback. But now that they've got their main back, they're going to have a bit more structure in, in their play. Um, Justin Ollum, guys, is just a, you know, a wrecking machine, a wrecking ball. Uh, we've got to really key up on him. And then uh, Will Warbrick, those guys are all, all really good players. Um Asofa Solomona, he comes back, guys, fresh, ready to go. Going to have the big job. Adam will have a big job. Tohu will have a big job. The whole forward pack will have to contain him uh, when he gets his touches. So, um, But then I think, the guys, the key to this team is really Harry Grant. He's playing 80 minutes, so they're able to carry a bit more of a forward pack bench as as opposed to us who were carrying more of Surinan. I think they're carrying a team that's kind of more um, heavier in terms of just pure forward pack players. Um, but, you know, Harry Grant, you got to say, is the key to that team. So we've got to be on our A game, especially at home against the Storm, and we haven't had much success. So we know what that's like, and um, we just got to really, really dig in here. And I think we've got to stay in the grind, which is the key. But we just got to be really patient. But let's try and do a combined 17 right now. So I'm going to go through, let's let's have a look at it. Nick Meany versus Chance Nickel Klogstad. So I'll give that one to Chance. I know Meany's quite good, but Chance is just so influential in our team right now. you got to say that Chance is the right, is, is the, will win that ma- matchup. Um, will Warbrick versus Dylan Watenis Lesniak. I'll give that one to Will Warbrick. I think he's quite a good player. Um, he's come from the Sevens game. He's, he's quite tall. Um both him and Oates are really like tall, strong wingers. So, uh, and Dallin's just coming back from injury, hasn't really settled into his game. I'd give that one to Warbrick. Now, Remus Smith versus Marcelo Montoya. It's mm, a tough one. After what Montoya showed us on the weekend, you got to say Montoya. But Remus Smith is is a quality center with a lot of experience. Um, I'm going to go a tie on that. So, what's that? That's two. One, oh, forget it. I'm just going to go through each position and just, I'm, I'm bad with counting anyway. So, Olam versus Pompey. Yeah, hey. I've got to go with Olam here. Just a, re- a wrecking ball, powerful runner. I think Adam will match up well with him. Um, I think he will physically match up with him. It's a similar matchup to what was against Talakai, eh? but I think Olam provides more threat than Talakai. Um, so I'm going to give it to Olam there. Xavier Coates versus Kossi. Look, I, I'm I'm going to give it to Kossi here, and maybe I'm giving it to Coates on on represent, you know, on kind of 
his background, his past. I'm going to give that one a tie, I'd say. I really believe Ed has come a long way. Um, now, we're going to move into Munster versus Walker. Yeah, you got to give that one to Munster. Provides a lot. Um, kind of the um, glue to a lot of their plays. Um, just, you know, really class player. Dylan has used more of a defensive guy, but I'd love to see that matchup, actually. I'd love to see them go at each other. And I love to see um, Dylan really match up well. I think Dylan will match up well with them. So I don't expect him to, you know, to to dominate. Um, I don't expect Munster to truly dominate. I think Dylan will, will aim up pretty well. But Munster, you got to give it to the, to him. Jerome Hughes and Sean Johnson. I give this to Sean. I think Sean's having the best year of his career uh, in a long time. So, And I don't think Hughes is having that great a start. But... He's a good player, obviously. He's a Kiwi international, but I think I'll give the edge to Sean right now. Um, Nelson versus Adam. Look, I'm going to give that to Adam. Just going to be straight up here and say Nelson's coming back from injury. He will be impactful, but I think Adam over the long haul, you know, over the whole part of the game will, will provide more consistency for us and, and I think is a better player at this current. Kind of different roles, but yeah, I just think Nelson coming back off of injury, I, win, I think Adam wins that one. Harry Grant versus Freddie Lussick, guys. Yeah, we all know the answer to that one. It's Freddie Lussick, right? No. <laughs> no, it's Harry Grant. One sec. Yeah, Harry Grant, guys. He's just an amazing player. If you look at his ruck work, he's able to identify the ruck, where they aren't short on numbers. He gets his guys in the right positions to load up. He's and He's strong. He's a good defender. Harry Grant, if, if this was Harry Grant, Egan would have been a beautiful matchup. I just think Harry Grant obviously wins that matchup against Freddie, who's who's a good player, but just not of that caliber yet, at least. So, uh, then Christian Welsh versus Jazz Tavanga. I, I, I want to give this kind of a, ah, i got to give it to Welsh. For what he does, he's the captain, and also, you know, he's, he's more of a traditional prop anyway, but I think Jazz will compete with him, and I think Jazz will, uh, over the whole game, is kind of doing a different role, and I think... Mate, I'm tempted to give that one to Jazz. Maybe I'll call it a draw. Uh, Jazz does a lot for us. He, he does a lot of different things. Um, so I'm going to sort of call that a tie, but um, we'll see how we go. Now the second one, Trent Loyero versus Jackson Ford. I don't know much about Trent, but um, I've got to say Jackson wins that one. He he is a beast. I love uh, Jackson Ford, um, and I think he... He still isn't hitting his straps yet, Jackson, in terms of running. You know, break. I want him to get a try. Like I was asking for Morata to get a try a few, a few weeks ago, and we got one. I just need one from Jackson Ford. Really need him to score just to build his confidence even more. And he's doing great. He's just chip. He's working hard. Um, Webster calls him a draft horse. He needs a whole game to play. He plays for eighty minutes, so I like that. Now, Elias Katoa versus Morata Newcore. I think Marata wins there. Elias um, Katoa is good. We know that. But Marata is just way more damaging. A better overall player, I believe. Um, Josh King versus Tohu Harris. I'm going to give that one to Tohu. He is our glue. He's our captain. Um, provides so much of what we need. Um, especially in defense and even on offense. His first receiver touches are awesome. Puts players in holes. No, He's actually calling the game... If you think about it, he's actually making the right reads at the right time. Him and him and Sean actually working really well together. So if he goes to play out the back to Sean, then Sean's ready to play, you know, on the edge. 
give either a short ball or out the back pass. They just kind of got a really good thing going on him and Sean at the moment. I think, but I think Tohu wins that battle. Um, Bronson Garlic versus Bailey Seren. I have no idea what Bronson Garlic's like. Got no picture there either, so I can't really tell. But um, I might favour Bailey. Oh, I actually can't really tell. You. you know, Storm fans will probably say, "Hey, Bronson's way better," and he might be. But I'll just call that one a draw. Alec McDonald uh, versus Josh Curran. I've seen Alec McDonald. He's I think he's a young fella coming through the grades, maybe. And Josh, I think just a bit more experience, but. I'm going to give that one a edge to Josh. And then Tom Eisenhuth versus Bunty R4. I'll probably give that to Eisenhuth. I think Bunty's just, you know, struggling a little bit at the moment. Um, Tariq Sims versus Tom Ali. You know what? I'm going to give that to Tom Ali. I haven't watched much of Tariq's game, but I know that's a name. You know, obviously he's a, he's a New South Wales player, but I really do believe Tom's really good right now. Um, I'll put him up there with anyone, actually, um, in terms of a forward impact player. So... That's kind of rounds it up. I don't know what the numbers were in the end, but you kind of feel that the Storm have just got a little bit better than us based off of injuries. If, say, we didn't have Egan missing and maybe, you know, one or two others, maybe Barnett, I think we match up really, really well with these guys. But at the end of the day, it comes back to coaching. It comes back to effort, attitude, fitness. And fitness is a big one for us, and it's a big win for us, and I think it will help us get there in the end. But... um. Anyway, that's our combined 17, guys, and we will now do the final thoughts and get out of here. Okay, guys, the final thoughts now. Um, for this game in particular, the Anzac game, we've struggled as a fan base. We know that. Um, we have struggled to... This is quite a significant game in the in the calendar. It's a game that really tells us where we're at and where we sit. I mean, last year losing seventy to ten or whatever it was, you knew after that game we were done for the year, we were out. And so it's a similar thing here that I'm thinking is that we really have to dig in here and we have to get this win. This win here, beating the storm, me says mentally. We want to go for top eight. We want to go for it all. And Webster has said he wants to go for it all. We're not. There's no point coming into preseason. He said when, there's no point going into the season. And, and, and he wanted to find out what was the heart and soul of the players and see where they were at. And once they had the discussions, he said to the guys, guys, I, I want to win it. I want to win the competition. And that's how the boys are playing. They want to win the competition now. You can make a statement, you can make a mark uh, on the competition by beating the Storm at their house. If you can go ahead and beat the Storm on national TV and make a statement, then that's where you can say, yep, we're ready for top eight. This will tell us a lot about our team. Um, yes, we're down on troops. It looks like the Storm are coming back, getting more of their troops back. doesn't matter. You have to find a way to win this game. You have to be patient. Now, I think the key here is actually grinding it out. I think the Storm will try and force errors. They'll try and get underneath our skin. We know what Munster's like. Uh, we know what Nas is like with his elbows to the head. He should be in UFC more than he should be in the NRL. Um, but that that stuff can get under your skin if you let it. Um, the key here is to be, stay in the grind, stay patient. I think we'll work the Storm over, come towards the end of the game, we're a team that sort of builds into games, but once we get to the 60-minute mark, we just lift. 
you know, that last 20 minutes when we get is where we start to really get into this game and, and start to dominate. And so I expect our guys to lift. I expect us to be ready. We've had eight days off. We talked about the travel. I think we're ready to really take this team, um, this game, you know, by the by the horns and and really own, and I think we'll we'll end up winning it. But I think it's going to be a close one. I think there's just too much, um, you know, Munster and, and Hughes, and then you add in Harry Grant. It's just there are a lot to watch out for. So I've got this actually guys going into not golden point as such, but we've got to buy a field goal. I've got the final score is twenty five to twenty four. Now. You know that's that's pretty much my. Um, I think it's going to be a close one, um, but I think we'll get there. I think we have the mental fortitude we showed against the Sharks. Um, we've showed throughout the year that we can we can we can hang in there with the best teams. Now I think this is one of the good better teams. I don't think it's the same storm as last year and a few years ago, but I think it is a good quality storm side. If we go there and we win. Um, we make a statement and we tell the NRL and everyone else to watch out for us. Um, but I think it's going to be a close one. But guys, thank you for spending your time with me. Um, and then again, thank you for my Spotify and, and uh, people listening on the podcast. I think you may have access to video now that you can watch along if you want to. But um, also for YouTube uh, followers on Waz Up TV, welcome in. Thank you for following along. And I'm trying to just broaden my platforms, uh, get to anyone that has a listening ear. Um, for Warriors content and um, but thank you again once again guys and we'll close this one off and then we'll catch you guys um, next week well what's that it's going to be so the game's on Tuesday night probably Wednesday or Thursday night I'll do another podcast and um, but that's that's me for now thanks again guys have a great uh, weekend enjoy the weekend and then on obviously on Anzac Day and celebrate and let us lest we forget those fallen um, you know um people that have sacrificed for us to have our freedoms that we do have so acknowledge them in the morning guys and then prep for the warriors versus the storm i think it's about 10 p.m new zealand time and then we'll catch you probably on a wednesday or thursday after that with the follow-up podcast but thanks again guys you can catch me as well on instagram on wires up podcast do a little bit of content on there and people seem to enjoy it as well so catch me where you can and we'll catch you later we'll catch you on the flip side peace